0: So I've been keeping my eyes on this during the evening in terms of, like, is baseball moving forward? I guess after some type of dinner break, uh, a reporter was able to catch Rob Manfred and said that, look, they're still talking. Um, But I say always remember that Rob Manfred is just the mouthpiece of 30 teams. Rob Manfred is not those 30 individual teams of what they think. You know, if you think Roger Goodell just with a little more hatred for some people, and that's Rob Manfred. Like, he plays a great great foil for the owners. He's doing his job. But look, if there's something I agree with with the players a bit is kind of this artificial holding down minor leaguers by not calling them up, and then the owner's turning around saying, well, you know, I I can't pay all these salaries. It's like, well, look, pay them when they're younger as they depreciate with value like anything they would tell you with EBITDA if you've done like a little econ stuff. Is you buy early and buy low and then sell high, right? So instead of giving a guy all of his money when he turns 30 – Maybe that's when you get off of the guy's money. But at the same time, if I was an owner, I'd turn around and say, well, you know, we're really going to greatly reduce these guaranteed salaries. Right? So that it's almost like one foot says, hey, look, don't wait until I've, you know, done five years of major league service, six years of major league service, and finally pay me. Like, do you really need to see 20000 at bats to see what I can do? No, the other side of it, I just always think about Carlos Beltran. I think he... I think he was guaranteed 119 million. And I think I joked here. I said, How do you, how does that guy leave the team? Like, you don't leave my sights if I've given you 120 million before you've even walked across any portion of the diamond. Like you're working for my construction company in the offseason. You're doing something cutting commercials. And I think that's where the owners are. Justin Turpin, how are you? The resident employee of the week here at WEEI. My time's almost up as employee of the week, but I'm I was savoring ju- every moment of it. I was just about to ask when does it start? Because if Ken starts that on a Saturday, you know that's kind of bum, right? Because that's like two days you don't get to celebrate being the employee of the week when most employees are in the building. So when so when is your day up on that Friday? Until he announces another one, I'm going to call myself the employee of the week. I would I would walk around with it. I would even make a little makeshift sign and put it on Greg Hill's desk. Like just wanted to let you know I'm an employee of the week my car is parked in your spot even though i might physically not be here. justin thanks for being here. so another thing um players are screaming at owners about and and i'm like how how can you technically prove this is that they want these owners to stop tanking. And it's like okay but how can you prove there's tanking because if you can prove in paperwork there's tanking there's going to be a problem in the gambling front. <laughs> right like That stops everything, so I think things are lost in in interpretation, right? Like tanking and saying, "Well, we're not even close, so what's the point of going to go get free agents?" Now, what really made me mad was it felt like, okay, Heim at the trade deadline last spring, last summer with the Red Sox, it was like, yeah, okay, yeah, you made you you made the Kyle Schwarber move, but you know it was almost like, look, we're talking about a team that's in first. And whose life raft is starting to leak a little bit. Like, those are the situations where you make big splashes. That's old baseball. The new baseball says, we wait, and we wait, and we wait, and we wait. And I think some of the players are having issues with that. Now, from what I understand, the big, big hang-up, but it already means it's going to happen, is the expansion of the playoffs. So initially the players didn't want it at all. Then it conceded to, okay, it could be 12 games. But from my understanding, it is still a sticking point that the owners want 14 teams. Now, I know, say, like, what's the point? Half of the team making it and the other half not making it. I can see the hang-up on two more teams because those two more teams could be like Pittsburgh and Miami. And they're going to want to cut of the revenue for the playoffs and TV. So that way they can say, okay, at least there'll be a, a ginned-up uh, enjoyment in some of these cities that – players are saying have been tanking now have a better shot to play their whole season out. So uh, will it, will it make the game a little worse? I don't think so because all it takes just like in hockey for like an eight seed to beat the one seed in an opening round. Now you say it may not happen, but anything can happen. Baseball is one of those sports where anything can happen. basketball. It's kind of like, look, if these guys have been missing shots all year, They're going to be missing shots in the playoffs, too. But with baseball, somebody gets hot, you know, or let alone someone comes in and pitch hits and changes the whole dynamic. I can think of at least two World Series in my lifetime where the team that was expected to win got punched in the mouth by someone they didn't expect, and it changed the whole narrative. So I think having 14 teams in Major League Baseball playoffs are not a bad thing. So here's more Jeff Passon on uh, what the lockout is about. I suppose, Greeny, if you are the sort of person who believes in miracles, then you think that there could be a deal today. If you are a rational person, if you look at the way that the trajectory of this whole thing has gone, where for one year now they've been talking and have just inched forward, then yeah, we're not going to have baseball on opening day. And it's a shame and it's a horrendous day for the sport. And uh, a lot of people are to blame for this. Yeah, it may be April 15th when Major League Baseball has its opening day. Uh saw that it was supposed to be a Jackie Robinson celebration that day. Um but I think Major League Baseball owners are 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 kind of thinking like hey look, after opening day for some teams, I know I've been in their cities, it goes all downhill. <laughs> right? Like the attendance drops by 50 to 70%, you know, 3 weeks later. And so I I think some owners are kind of like, well look, if I can at least get that excitement of opening day around the middle of April, maybe towards the end of April, then at least I have some, I have a chance to maybe get some interest. The team may get hot in its first 20 games. And I've got people coming to games in June when the months when kids are now out of school, I'm just giving it to you from a business perspective. Look, I've worked in venture capital for five years. I understand why you tell people no. But I'm just trying to get you inside the mind of why an owner may say, I don't mind the season getting a delay because if my opening day attendance is through the roof and everything and before I get out of April, I'm already bleeding, you know, money, attendance, concessions, all that stuff. You know, if my team is like, you know, 7 and 18 after one month, (laughs) what's the point? So... I'm not mad at that. It, it just messes it up for other franchises, right? And this is what I've always said: the big franchises have been the ones that have held up the pillars of this league—Chicago, L.A., New York, Boston. They've held it up. That—that's that's who Major League Baseball, if they had to kind of have like a magic eight ball and shook every year who they would want in the final four, they would want the Yankees versus the 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 uh, the Sox in in its in in you know in the ALCS and the Dodgers and the Cubs in the NLCS. So, look, I'm going to tell you something that might be hard to swallow, but this may be where the owners are coming from on why they're playing such hardball. So, Pew Research released the states in 2021 that have had the biggest population losses. Now, listen to these states, and this may make a lot of sense of why baseball owners are kind of holding out. The lowest states, uh, the states with the biggest population losses California, Massachusetts, Ohio, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, New York, Rhode Island. When we go through those teams California, Dodgers, Giants, A's, Angels, Padres, Massachusetts, duh, Ohio, the Guardians, Reds, Michigan, Tigers, New Jersey, Mets, Yankees, some Phillies, Pennsylvania, Phillies, Pirates, Illinois, Cubs, White Sox, some Cardinals, New York, Mets and Yankees, Rhode Island, Red Sox. Where where the fastest-growing states are? Florida, Texas, Arizona, Virginia, Colorado, Missouri. Marlins, Rays, Rangers, Astros, Diamondbacks, Nationals, Rockies, Royals, Cardinals. So where more people are moving to are mostly teams that are absolutely horrible outside of the Astros and the Rays. There you go. So if I'm an owner and I say, hey, I've got people who have money who've lived in these historic states for years, generations. You hear the discussion about like what do you do with Fenway? It's gonna be 110 years old this year. People are like, yeah, we need a new stadium. We're like, yeah, nobody new is moving to Boston and New England. People aren't moving here. So are you really gonna say baseball can really depend on Arizona to to carry the new the future of baseball that the Texas Rangers are suddenly going to invest in? in baseball as their big sport when football is their sport at like child at like childbirth so we'll keep an eye on what's going on here with major league baseball and and their talks tonight i, I you know i i would think that it would the, what obviously what would be the complete loss is the complete end of a season uh, what would be something that would be of semblance if 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 you have to wait a couple of weeks? I don't believe the noise of people saying like if they don't start on time, I'm absolutely leaving. Yeah, really, you're gonna you're gonna be watching a lot of NASCAR this summer. I don't think so. I don't think you're excited for the USFL and the XFL, maybe, but not not as much as you may be for, especially for the Red Sox or the Yankees or for the Mets or again, like I said, these big spending big city teams that have held up the league, are going to put a product on the field. The case is, like, some of these smaller markets that, you know, like, I, you look what happened with Derek Jeter today. Right, Derek Jeter leaves after his five-year plan hits year five because he sees that the, when he gets hired, what the payroll was and what it is now has been cut in half. How do you get better if you're cutting the reduction in pay? And so I think part of that as well as when you talk about the unification of these players You just have a different demographic makeup of players now. Baseball is so much more international, but especially Caribbean. So they've got camps and they've got uh, youth centers there. So they're developing players there where maybe ownership feels like, look, we have so much money invested in places tied to this business that you don't see in front of you that we pay the cost. And it doesn't necessarily that cost get put on to you.